We're live. Great. All right, we finally got the show going. We did it. After after some troubles through yep. the weekend. How's your weekend been, Paul? It's been okay. How about you? Uh, mine's been tiresome. I've been nonstop, hence why the podcast has been on and off. Um, Friday, I went and saw the Nice Guys. Oh, yeah. With, uh, I heard that's Russell, good. Yeah, with Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Uh-huh. That's a weird that's a weird movie. Um because like it's it's kind of brutal and and pretty dark, mm-hmm. but it's also a comedy. Yeah. So often something will happen and then they'll put a joke in there and you're just kind of like, "Huh, but he's dead? Am I laughing?" Okay. What what? So yeah, that's a it's a weird movie, but it's good. It's a good it's enjoyable. There's some there's some good parts to it for sure. Cool. More importantly, you saw Civil War. I did see Civil War. Yeah. Oh man, finally let's let's hear your thoughts. It's good. That's a good movie. It's fun. Uh that storyline even in the comics is terrible. I'd never liked it. I don't like seeing oh, I'm, heroes. I'm okay with the storyline. I don't like heroes fighting each other just in general, but the part that they do in that movie is like the best part of that movie. Sorry, they, which part's the best part? Where they're fighting each other. Oh, okay. I was well. Do more specifically. Do you have like Airport. a favorite moment? Oh, like the best moment to me was the end. So I'm not going to talk about it. Obviously. <laughs> okay. The like last fight. Okay. Between All right. a couple of them. Sure. Sure. Yeah. My favorite moment is the airport scene. Yeah. The problem uh, I had with the airport scene, even though it's like the best moment in that movie is that I felt like they were holding back their punches too much, and I kind of just wanted to see them, like, go for blood and, like, really fuck each other up, but... Oh, well, none of them want to kill each other. They just want to hurt each other. Right. And stop each other, right? Right. Uh, like, even, like, Hawkeye and um, Black Widow even have that that great moment where they're about to go fight, and Hawkeye's like... No, no, Black Widow's like, are, are, are we still friends? And Hawkeye's like, depends how hard you hit me. Yeah. which that's great um i thought that ant-man and spider-man were hilarious sure i thought they were so good ant-man has a great part that we haven't seen ant-man do yet in the movies like the power you mean yeah yeah that was real good and i like when tony's like hey does anyone on our team have any like special abilities that they've been holding back (laughs) now would be a great time to use them (laughs) yeah no uh, i i really enjoyed that movie uh i think the captain america movies are this definitely the strongest oh for sure for For marvel for marvel um uh where do you think it ranks on in the marvel oh my god uh i still like the avengers the first one the most sure 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 it's probably in the top 10 at least uh well, i think there's, there's probably there's in the top pro- five i was gonna say that i don't think there's that many more than 10 there's got to be only like maybe 15 or something are you including even. like iron man yeah. one two three so iron man one two three captain america one two three both the avengers both the thors ant-man guardian of the galaxy hulk two so I, I lost count. I think there's 13. Yeah, so it's definitely among the best. Probably top five somewhere. Yeah, I think it's like top three for me. I think my top three and, and not ranked. Yeah, but yeah. it would be like Avengers, Captain America 2, Captain America 3. Okay. And then Guardians of the Galaxy is like a close fourth. That was a fun movie, that movie. I'd like to yep. watch that again. I only saw it once. Um, 
Are you excited for Doctor Strange this fall? Yeah, so we got the Doctor Strange trailer on like at the front of it and right. like more than anything cuz I've never really cared about Doctor Strange as a character. Like I've never like yeah, read I, his I've comics never read and any stuff. Of, yeah, I don't know much. Yeah. It looks visually interesting. So that'll be cool, I think. I think it'll be different for sure, which I'm looking forward to. Like for Ant-Man sure. was also pretty different. Guardians of the Galaxy was pretty different. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Uh, Black Panther, I wasn't expecting to really care that much about, but he was pretty cool. And I, Yeah, he was awesome. He made me care about like seeing a Black Panther movie, which I didn't <laughs> before. So that's good. Yeah, there's a there's some like heavy hitters in that movie. It's going to be interesting to see how that turns out for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm dad. Uh, I'm dad. I'm glad you liked it because uh, I think that movie's great. I think I want to see it again. Okay, you've seen it um, a few times already, right? I've only seen it once. Oh, okay. I've only seen it once, but I think I might. I might go see it again. Oh, um, you did you include Deadpool in the rankings anywhere? No, because Deadpool's not a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Oh, okay. So you're only including the ones that are all like tied together. Yeah, like that. Okay. In yeah, the like Marvel Studios. Gotcha because but i love deadpool don't get me wrong i that's a great movie for sure so there's a lot of movies this year coming out that yeah, are gonna be uh, decent x-men apocalypse is this comes week? Out th- this friday yeah yep uh, i'm actually after this show um i'm showing my girlfriend days of future past because she's only seen first class and she wants to see apocalypse and i'm like well you can't you can't skip the middle chapter uh so we're gonna do that for sure that'll be good yeah <clears throat> Uh, let's do a podcast. Yeah. Uh, I guess right before that, John's not here. He's at he's at Atlanta for Momocon. Yep, he's in Georgia. That's what he's at. Yes. Um, I think he's also not going to be here next week, I think he may have mentioned. That's correct. He will not is be he, here. Is it still Momocon? Yep. Well, it can't be Momocon still. Well, I think it's Momocon next week. This week was recording. Oh, he's just like working and stuff? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right, so this is the Top Down Perspective, May 22nd. Uh, Sean and Paul are here to answer all of your video game questions. But yes. Or, that's or just why all your life here. questions, you know. That too. Life, life advice. Yo, we've um, lived life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we've lived, like, less than most of life, so. Sure. You know, we're experts. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, uh, why don't you tell me what you've been playing? So I've been, I've kind of been revisiting a lot of old games for like me that I used to play a lot. Like I've been playing more Rainbow Six Siege here and there. I played a little bit of the Culling, blah blah blah. I've talked about all those, and nothing has changed really. So the one big one is Doom came out. Everyone has been going nuts for this. That holy shit! That game, <laughs> that game is so freaking good. So the feeling that like. I had playing the first Doom back when, like, on a shitty computer that could barely run it and stuff like that. I'm kind of having that feeling again where everything's just loud metal music, pentagrams, just gore and blood everywhere, just running around really fast shooting shit. Like, it's so nice feeling. Uh, The thing I will say about it is that I think the way the gameplay is paced is extraordinarily well thought out, even though I thought it would be kind of lame. The, like, glory kills or whatever that they were showing off at E3. These are the melee kills, right? 
Yeah, so what happens yeah. is you'll kind of stagger an enemy by, like, shooting them enough times so that they're down in health or whatever. Then they'll glow, and you can do a melee attack to basically rip them apart with your hands. And I thought that was just kind of, like, a fan service like, oh, look at all this score, aren't we extreme thing when they showed it off. But it's actually an invaluable part of how the game plays because doing so makes a little bit of health fall out of them every time. So it's a way you can, like, heal basically okay so it's kind of this nice little like first of all like getting aside the whole part that where it looks cool as hell because it does there's a lot of different kills and stuff like that there's even different kills if you're doing it from like above their head you'll kind of like smack down on their skull and shit like that just yeah so that part's fine but the way it increases your the flow of combat is that you never actually stop moving you never like get go away from a fight to see if you can find a med kit or something like you would have in the old dooms so you just kind of get right in there and just kill as much shit as possible to get healed up and i think it just makes it feel like a much faster like more like intense gameplay because you can there's also like a push pull there where if there's a bunch of enemies in an area are you going to run in and maybe get healed up like 10 health points and possibly like get nuked? Or do you think you can like use that to keep you alive, to do more damage and take on more guys and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. They all on top of that as well. There's the <laughs> chainsaw in the game and the way the chainsaw works is it uses fuel and depending how big the enemy is, it'll use less or more fuel to kill them with it. Is is the chainsaw the melee attack? No, the chainsaw okay. is another attack, basically. Right. It's another melee, though, yeah. But um, the what the chainsaw does is that when you kill an enemy with it, it, like, gives you a shitload of ammo that drops from them to, like, refill your guns, which is cool because, like... You don't have a whole lot of bullets or anything to start off with. I think you can maybe upgrade them. I got to play a little bit more. But the idea behind the chainsaw is you go in, your guns are blazing, and then you waste all your ammo. There's a dude there. You take out your chainsaw. You cut him up. You refill all your guns, and you keep going, basically. So they're like all the glory kills, if you want to, like, if that's what they're calling them or whatever are there for a reason and it helps make that game just like really pop in a way that I didn't think it pro it possibly could. So that's super cool. Other than that, it plays like a normal doom game, but upgraded to this century. So you can jump up and like climb on ledges that are in your reach. You move super fast, which is really, really nice. I like, I don't know what else to say. It doesn't have the, weird tropey things of like stay still or go behind cover and you'll regenerate health or anything like that it's still the health kits it's still finding colored key cards to get through colored doorways and stuff like that like it's very much the 2016 version of what that game is they really earn that the title of just doom and not doom 4 so i'm super super stoked about that the weaponry in it has an upgrade system where you can kind of like change how like modifications how you can how the weapon works so one of the first ones you get is like for your shotgun you can either uh, 
upgrade it so you have like an explosive shot or a charge shot where you can like charge up a big shot with three bursts in a row. So there are a little bit of uh, a little bit of customization options there. Uh, I think the another big thing with this game though is that it runs super well. Like I've seen a few people play it on like PCs that aren't really high end gaming PCs, and even on like medium. It runs just at a smooth 60. They don't have any problems with it at all. There's a lot of options that you can tweak, which is super good to help with that as well. And there's even like a whole bunch of different like stats that you can put up on screen to see how much it's taxing your computer at different levels. So, yeah, they really, really thought this release out and it's super good. Like I highly I don't usually recommend $80 games, $60 for you Americans, obviously, but like this is one that if you liked the old doom like you owe it to yourself to at least try this if not just buy it outright it's super super good yeah the the big thing i was hearing and you touched on it was that it it felt like a like a like a reimagining of what doom should be in 2016 yes. and like and they like flawlessly nailed that yep so that's that's cool to hear yeah <clears throat> and this is um bethesda right it's it's software that but bethesda owns them yeah right yeah and this is like so this is like the second time that they've done that because they did this to wolfen and wolfenstein yep so i guess they're just real good at bringing back the old yeah i mean the old classic shooters i think w- the best thing that they do is they really seem to be good at looking at an old game thinking to themselves what made this so appealing and then just like having that same feeling with upgraded things like graphics and mechanics and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, no, I'm super excited for anything like they they have me now. Right. After Wolfenstein, after this, I'm probably just going to blind buy any other like remasters, re-releases, whatever they want to do, because like their next thing. Yeah, their next thing. It would be sweet if they did like Quake or blood or something one of these some of these old like a duke nukem maybe no i'm I, hearing a lot of people saying like are they gonna do quake or they that they should do quake they should do quake they should do hexen oh man yeah they should do all of these things but yeah no it's super good i highly <clears throat> recommend people to check it out cool that's it though that's all that's, i've been doing right i haven't been playing a whole lot i've playing nothing new from last week uh i finished uncharted 4 Okay. And that that game is great. Tied a great bow on that series. I don't need any more Uncharted. Okay. Um but uh yeah, wonderful well, I wouldn't say wonderful storyline, but just they delivered it wonderfully. Uh that game looks just so gorgeous and they know it do. They they know it do. Wow. <laughs> they know it does. Cause often they will just you'll be climbing and the camera will just pull out to show you what you're climbing on. And the scenery around it and often the characters are just like, wow, look at that view so many times. Uh, Some great storytelling in there. Um, And then I uh, I've just continuing with Bravely Second and I have really nothing to say about that. It's really second. Yeah. Okay. uh, Are you enjoying it? (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm definitely uh, 14 hours in. And again, like that auto battle system makes grinding so easy yeah. that I kind of can just gr- grind to the point where actually the dungeons now will tell you what range they recommend your characters be. 
which is super ha- helpful because I'll just grind until I'm like at the high end of that range and then I can take on the boss pretty easily. So I'm never really like stuck. That sounds great. And since grinding is literally just like have it open on my desk while I'm doing other stuff and just like hit continue every now and then, like it's it's really great. I can just kind of go through that game without like having to hit my head against anything. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I've been playing. So uh, cool. Let's go right on to the news. There's a decent amount of big news, actually. There was a few things. There was yeah. a few things. Uh, the first one, which I was most excited about, is that the Pokemon Go beta signups for wow. for you guys. Is it just for the states? It's not in Canada. I didn't know that. Yep. Um, sucks to be you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so yeah, the Pokemon Go beta signups went out or went live. Uh, so I signed up. I would. I want to just play that game as soon as possible. Sure. Although it would really suck if I was playing the beta and then they just wiped all the Pokemon I got when the actual thing came out. Yeah. Which is a, which is a total reality. That definitely could happen. Yeah. That is um, a thing that companies do. Uh, but I still just want to like see that like immediately. Like I'm my expectations are so high for that and they shouldn't be because like it just it seems almost too good to be true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what that is. And now with my new phone, like like my issue, one of my issues with Tomo was that thing was like half a gig. And it's like yeah. I don't got time for a questionnaire taking up half a gig of space. But now I got so much space, I don't even care. I could put two Tomos on this thing and not even care. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Pokemon Go beta betas. People can you know just obviously Google that or whatever. Yep. Uh, to sign up. Uh, okay, and the next one, actually, I'm gonna do this last one first because it does it doesn't really relate. Their Batman Arkham, re, sorry, Batman Return to Arkham was announced, and these are a remastered version of Asylum and City. Uh, yeah, so it's like a combo pack. So we got some more remasters coming. Yeah, no, um, I'm excited for that actually. A- actually, because I I don't care about remasters like at all. Asylum, There's so many of them. Asylum is. Yeah. Would you say Asylum is your favorite Batman Arkham game? Easy. It's Easy. it's not yeah. even a question in my mind. Yeah, I think you're I think you're right. It yeah. is Asylum. I mean, I played all, through all of them. I've beaten all of them. Yeah, I never did Origins. Yeah, you don't really need to. Okay, ha- hang on. Are you telling me? Backtrack to your favorite one. Are you telling me Batman Arkham City like Uncaged Edition or whatever the Wii U one was was not your favorite? Uncaged. Where you got the electric gauntlets or whatever? I never. I only. I have I, a copy of that. I don't think I ever opened it. I never played it, so it's, it's not on Cage Edition. I can't remember what the actual name of that one was. I'm sure someone in the in the chat will uh, will mention that to me. <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm sure. But that's a thing coming. Um, if you know, if you if you're in for that remastered, I'm 3D Homer. Just confirmed your fears. Test player accounts and game data will not be transferred to the release version. Game progression and data will be wiped multiple times during the course of the field test. Due to the nature of this field test, game data can be erased inadvertently at any time. Oh man, but what if I make like a friend for life? Yeah. What, what if, if you find like a, a Mew? Yeah. What if I find a Mew who then I'm just I'm best friends with? Yeah. And and then they're just gone. I'm just gonna have to take like a whole lot of screenshots of my of my yep. best friend. Yep. All right. Uh, okay. The next is all about video game movies. Yes. Um, I'm gonna put these. I'm gonna we're gonna go from most reasonable to least reasonable. First up, <laughs> Nintendo wants to make some animated movies with their IPs, with their widely known <laughs> IPs. Um, 
most reasonable so like, to least reasonable. I love how like there's one reasonable one. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. I could see Nintendo doing an animated movie. Like, I could see that. Yeah, no, I that's the reasonable one. The other two you have here. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're pretty unreasonable and they just get crazier. But let's save that for now. For anyway, sure. uh, do you want to see the Super Mario Bros. movie? I already did. It was dope. It had Bob Hoskins in it and John Leguizamo. <laughs> fucking Dennis Hopper as Bowser. And it yeah. was it. It's like Blade Runner, dude. That movie. So are you saying that like you you don't need any more Mario? I don't need what, any what, more Mario. What possibly done. How how could they improve? Yeah. <laughs> why perfection? why even make these games anymore? Like, right. Yeah. No. Exactly. The the uh, Super Mario Bros. movie came out in like 1990. I'm gonna guess three. And life went on after that. Nobody needed Mario anymore. It's true. You need like Super Mario Bros. The movie maker. Yeah. Uh, oh my God! Yes. <laughs> or here's a better one. Where's my Super Mario Bros. The movie tile set? Yep. Put that I as agree. DLC. The only thing that looks normal is a bomb. It's just super small. That'd be funny if they yeah they kept that and it looks normal, but the yeah. rest all just look weird, right? I mean, Bowser would actually just be Dennis Hopper with spiky hair. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right yeah how is that not a great tile set no you're right i'm in <laughs> okay dlc what would you pay for that like 4.99 you'd pay five dollars for that tile set i'd probably not pay much more than that honestly <laughs> no i could probably go like 10 okay 10 i could put t- 10 bucks down for that tile set any more than that is kind of unreasonable <laughs> well so is this dlc idea yeah that's true um so they're thinking of doing it in-house this time, not putting it out of house like what happened with that movie. Okay. And um, yeah, they didn't say which IPs are doing. They just wanted to do widely known ones. So, you know, the most reasonable is, you know, Nintendo or sorry, Mario or Zelda. People are assuming if this would even actually happen. Um, they're also talking like it, w- it wouldn't be like five years from now. If the money's in place, they would want to actually start doing it. I don't think this is going to happen. No, probably not. Because no, we get all stuff about new video game movies all the time. Yo, a Legend of Zelda that's done Game of Thrones style would be fucking cool. <laughs> well, didn't they, like, isn't there supposed to be, like, a Netflix Zelda thing happening? I, that's what I thought. Was that canceled, like, or is that still I don't a thing? Even, yeah, whatever happened to that? So, like, what's going to happen with any of this stuff? Live chat, go find something about that while we talk. All right, uh, next uh, video game news, movie news story. Yeah. Um, Probably, like, I don't know, out of the three, like, the most reasonable one to make, like, from, like, the IP. Fruit Ninja. Yeah. Um, The Fruit Ninja movie, it's going to be produced by Trip Vinson, who worked on San Andreas. Okay. While J.P. Lavin and Chad... Damiani, who both worked on How to Survive a Garden Gnome Attack. Yeah, that's... I've never even heard of. That sounds like the resume of somebody who wants to make Fruit Ninja. You're right. I have no idea. (laughs) Um, What kind of script, you ask? Uh, A live-action family comedy, of course. Yeah, sure. No, they should go super serious with it. Yeah, what is this? What would this even be about? This Fruit Ninja has no story. 
No. The game is fruit flying in the air and you cutting it. I what like what would that even be? What's a fruit ninja's name? There is no fruit ninja name. You're the fruit ninja. Okay, let's make up a name for our fruit ninja. Okay. Um Shadow. Shadow, right. So we go into a long thing of Shadow's past, a montage. Okay. It shows that Maybe like fruit some fruit killed, killed his family. Yeah, obviously. That's yeah. exactly where I was going. Yeah. Then uh, so some fruit killed his family. Like, but how? Like, like they just ate some bad fruit or are these sentient fruit? Hmm. That's yeah, that's a good question. Who's throwing the bombs into the ring while you're trying to cut the fruit? Because that's just always annoying. Probably other fruit trying to protect the fruit. By blowing up the screen? Right. Okay, who's putting... Where Where do special bananas come from? I'll tell you when you're older. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can't talk about that. It's a PG-13 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so Fruit Ninja the movie. Uh, I'm going to... So we said Mario movie not happening. I'm going to say Fruit Ninja movie probably is happening. It should happen. <laughs> and there has to be a scene where it's like, you swore you never fight. And then he picks up a sword. He's like... I didn't start this war or some dumb shit. <laughs> Just like sure. walks out. Yeah. I'm going sure. to the supermarket. I'm going to kill every motherfucking watermelon. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like true. it's, it could be okay. I would probably go see it. Why not? Not in like an expensive theater though. <laughs> like <laughs> Put let's, that on the quote. Let's not get, <laughs> yeah, I would not totally in, go not see one it. Of those fancy expensive theaters. <laughs> you know, all of them. All right. Next, next one. The most unreasonable one, mostly because they've already put trilogy in this. So three of these are coming, apparently. Yeah. Um, Game Boy Classic Tetris. Yep. All right. Yep. Coming to you. It's going to start shooting next year. In fact, they already have $80 million budget put towards this thing. Yep. So who's the protagonist? Of Tetris? Yeah, vertical line? Vertical line, probably. You think it's vertical line? I mean, because I'm always excited when that vertical line comes. Like, I usually need that vertical line. Who are you not excited to see ever? Uh, Probably, like, the zigzaggy one. Okay, so the zigzaggy one, right? That's the enemy. (laughs) Oh, for sure. That's Yeah. Because he looks at the line, Mr. Line or whatever, and he's just like... I'm sick of you always being there. <laughs> like, yeah, and just and just like filling in these holes that I worked so hard to create. Where's my spot? Where's spot for zigzaggy line? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. It's always about you. Mom and dad always loved you more. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're like brothers. It's yeah. Like, I just wanted to be as good as you. <laughs> Okay, uh, who's working on this? Heading up the production are Bruno Wu, a Chinese billionaire, and media giant... Oh, sorry, a Chinese billionaire and media giant. Yeah. And American producer Larry Kazanoff. And his credits include a variety of Lego Lego and Mortal Kombat projects for film and TV, like 1995's Mortal Kombat movie. I like that movie. (laughs) So... Uh, let's see. In November, Wu said that he had a project based on Tetris in pre-production while Kazanoff announced plans to turn Tetris into an epic sci-fi thriller yeah. back in 2014. Of course. That's the only way it makes sense. <clears throat> and uh, it's been mentioned that this would be a trilogy. So, <laughs> Trilogy. Yep. Yep. 
Oh my god. Uh, so you can look forward to that. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that is also gonna happen because why not? Sure. Yeah. If you have Chinese moguls backing your thing, it's probably gonna happen. All right. Uh, and actually, that was all for the news. It's gonna be a short run this week. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's great news right there. That's quality. <laughs> um. So let's go on to the questions. Top ten perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group and uh, subreddit. Send messages to John's P.O. Box. All that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Especially John's P.O. Box. Oh, for sure. Especially John's P.O. Box. Uh, I actually didn't look at Twitter. If you want to just say a quick look over I there did. while I read this first one. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Uh, this is more of just like a public service announcement. <clears throat> uh, Theodore wrote, uh, writes the Japan only super Famicom title fire emblem genealogy of the Holy war has recently had a new translation patch opened for public beta testing. While a translation patch existed previously, it was of questionable quality and contained several issues that hindered enjoyment of the game. Uh, this new patch uses mostly official English names, courtesy of the Einherjar translations from Awakening, a fully translated script, and even a few bug fixes. Though keep in mind the game is a fair bit different from most other Fire Emblem games, with some mechanics exclusive to this game, such as the skill Pursuit being required to double attack. Uh, individual units having their own money and having a one RN hit system like every other game pre-binding blade. Most games use the true hit system. Okay. So if people are excited for this Japan only Fire Emblem thing. You can look that up. Cool. That sounds cool. I still haven't played any Fire Emblem, so. You should. Yeah. Those I, 3DS ones are real good. Trust me, I hear that from everybody. <laughs> I hear it. I know. All right. <clears throat> so Matthew writes in with the numbers, the NPD numbers. This for is for April, I guess. Oh yeah, we're in May. Yep, this will be for April. So PS4, one hundred seventy-five thousand. Xbox One, one sixty-eight thousand. Wii U, thirty-two thousand. Three DS, seventy-five thousand. Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty at twelve point five thousand, and the PS3, three point seven thousand. So people are still buying the PS3 even, apparently. No Vita on this one. I'm, no Vita. I'm, maybe he just didn't include it. Maybe maybe it was awful, but no Vita on this one. Yep. It's kind of surprising. <clears throat> it seems to always be there, so... Oh, well. So for games, Dark Souls 3 at 504,000. That makes sense. That, that was a big game for April, so... Yep. Quantum Break. Actually, the biggest looking at the rest of this list. Yeah. The rest of this list is kind of unimpressive, to be honest with you, number-wise. Comparatively, anyway. Quantum Break, less than 150,000. Uh, Bravely Second, less than 100,000. I thought that was a pretty big game. That's a niche audience, and it's yeah. also a, uh, a sequel, so, you know, you can't expect much. That's I'm true. curious what that that fi- uh, Fire Emblem Shimagami Tensei crossover game is going to get because that's like the nichest of audiences I could think of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, more than two hundred seven thousand. Best debut in the series. That's actually pretty I, good. I heard great things about that game. 
Yeah. That's pretty good. Damn. I heard terrible things about that movie. Yep, that too. <laughs> uh, MLB The Show, less than 185,000. The Division, about 175,000, including the bundle. <clears throat> Fucking Division. And Call of Duty Black Ops 3, 262,000, including the bundle. So Black Ops 3 is still... They're still okay. They're good. Cool. James writes, has there ever been a game in your past that you remember fondly, but when you went back to it, you found that while it was still good, it just didn't have the same spark or wasn't as good as when you first played it? You didn't feel angry or sad that it wasn't as good as you remembered. You just don't feel strongly one way or the other about it anymore. I'm going to say the Smash Bros. series for me. Sure. Like, I was super into Melee, and every time I go back to it now, I'm just like, eh, sure, okay, whatever. I mean, Mario 64, I liked when it came out. Revisiting it, I actually hate that game, like, a lot. It's okay. it's just terrible. So probably that's the, like, most intense feeling of that. I'm trying to think if there's any others. Uh, I mean, I still like Mario Kart quite a bit. I just sure. wish the more recent ones were better. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Smash Bros. is my bit is my big one. Yeah. And we had one Twitter question. Al Tori, or sorry, Konagami, wrote in and said, "What game would you describe as the gateway drug of that game's genre?" platformer is mario like uh i'm gonna say just the gateway drug of video games is minecraft sure or uh angry birds angry Bir- or farmville even just yep, like farmville. clicking on something <laughs> yeah uh fruit ninja to a lesser extent fruit ninja fruit ninja is great though also a blockbuster <laughs> hit coming soon <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true that's true um Okay, we yeah, no, Mario for sure. I'm just trying to think of a lot of people's like first kind of games where they played a lot of it's Mario. I know a lot of people pl- like played Mario Kart. Yeah. I'm trying to think like what games do my friends who aren't game like what do the normals play? Uh, and it's usually like Mario Kart and for racing games, Forza or Gran Turismo, depending on what system you had. If you had the Xbox or the PlayStation. You think so? For racing games, yeah, totally. Those were the big names. Okay. Because, like, I'll, I'll tell you, the game that didn't get people into racing games was the game wasn't F one racing or whatever. Like, it was one. You're of telling those me it's two. not Blur. Blur's a whole different thing, but Blur was so good. <laughs> Blur is a cool game. Blur is a cool game. Yeah. Um. Candy Crush. Man, people play a lot of Candy Crush. Yep. For MMOs, it's probably World of Warcraft. Or was. Oh, yeah. What about Shooter? Shooters. Dude. If you were going to try and introduce someone to a shooter, what game would you give them? Yeah, these days, I'm trying to think. I would love to see somebody play through Singularity for the first time. But, I mean, okay. let's be real, that's not a gateway drug game. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> um... 
Oh, for Metroidvanias, mm. yeah, Super Metroid, as Super Nerd said, I would also say Symphony of the Night. I might say instead um, Shadow Complex. Shadow Complex is super good for that, too. Or in the Blind Forest is super good, too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true, yeah. Uh, man, I'm still trying to think of shooters. For Someone shooters. said Halo. Halo might be a good one. Halo's a good one. Halo's a pretty good one. Halo and Call of Duty because they kind of like feel differently enough that depending if somebody was like, oh, I didn't like how this felt. If they play Call of Duty, I'd show them Halo. If they said that about Halo, I'd show them Call of Duty. Maybe even like Uncharted. Yo, I'd say Doom now, <laughs> though. Cause like that, for real? Yeah, because it plays differently. It feels like a different okay. type of shooter. I think a charter would be a good one because even if they like weren't really into the shooting part, like the spectacle might still keep them. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm not sure which uncharted I would give you them. Maybe just uncharted four, just because the story's engaging enough. Yeah. But yeah. All right. I believe that's all the questions. That's it. Um, Where can people send questions for next week? Uh, top down perspective at gmail.com on Twitter at TDP podcast on Facebook at top down perspective. John's mailbox. Yo, look up top down perspective on Google and like, there's a bunch of options there, but those are the best. There you go. Uh, so yeah, short episode this week cause not much happened, but, uh, we'll be back again next week. So thanks everyone for tuning in. <laughs>